Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. I'm glad we only have to play you every four years, man. Love you, man. You too. You too. What a career you're having. You miss half the season, still going to lead the league in receiving. You know I do my job, man. Yeah. I'm trying to get better, man. You can all just kiss off into the air. Behind my back, I can see them stare. They'll hurt me bad, but I Sports won't Radio W E E I. That was Bill Belichick and DeAndre Hopkins getting close on the sideline. That was from their matchup. That was uh, Hard Knocks, right? In season Hard Knocks with Arizona. Yeah, does anyone watch that? I haven't watched Hard Knocks in years. I, I love Hard Knocks because I'm so desperate for football at that point in the summer that I'll watch anything. But uh, Hard Knocks in season, it's like it's to Hard me Knocks in it's season just like too of it, much. It's a team that you forgot about like six weeks ago. Ooh, let's see what Colt McCoy's up to. <laughs> I'm trying to get better, man. I do love the music. Music's great. Um, I, I use Hard Knocks soundtracks to work out too. Uh, <laughs> Kyrie Thompson had a great point about DeAndre Hopkins and about great wide receivers in general. And it's that Bill Belichick, every time they have a game against one of those guys, Bill walks over to him before the game and he goes, you are the best. I love you. I wish we had players like you. I'm so glad we don't have to play you that often. Blah, 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 blah. And then he never goes for those guys. You miss half the season. Still going to lead the league in receiving. Like, yeah, yeah, that's right. Maybe you should try and trade for him. I don't know, Bill. Maybe you should try and get a guy like that on your roster instead of just sitting yeah, there drooling then, over him before the game starts. Then when he brought the guy here in a similarly distressed fashion, he loved that guy up until the end. Who are we I mean, talking about? We're talking about Randy Moss. Randy Moss, okay, yeah. Never forget I thought that maybe Randy, meant Brown, Randy Moss <laughs> got Bill Belichick to dress up as a pirate. That's true. And roller skate around a rink with the entire team. Some mm-hmm. Canadian costumes. What's better than that? Not much. And then Bill traded his ass. <laughs> well, yeah, because he <laughs> but, uh, became a problem. He did. Um, and, you know, that's that's neither here nor there. But I do think that in uh, in, in some ways, you know, Bill Belichick has... Always kind. Of, I think he appreciates that type of player and appreciates what they do, but doesn't think that they're valuable enough to go out and spend what you need to spend to get one. Does that make sense? Like he knows that uh, DeAndre Hopkins is a great player and Devontae Adams is a great player and Justin Jefferson, all these guys, Tyreek Hill, etc. He knows that they're good and he'll go on and on about how great they are. But he doesn't think that they're worth 
what it takes to acquire them, either money in the free agent market or what it would take to swing a trade for a guy like that. It's astronomical. I mean, they had to, these teams had to really uh, shovel out money and draft picks and everything for these guys. And I think that while Bill does sort of, you know, put on the, yeah, you're the best. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But we still have that. It's holiday. a great holiday. Yeah. It's you know a great what I'm holiday. So we're candy and costume. Yeah. How can you beat that? Right. You can't. He loved Randy. Bill and then, sounds and like then, different there, doesn't he? He sounds happy. <laughs> <laughs> he's happy there. He that that he's like matching Randy Moss's energy there. Mm. That's why Randy Moss is trying to talk him into the party. He's like, I can, I'm in. I am in on that. You yes. don't have to sell me on there, Halloween. Robert. It's candy and costumes. You can't beat that. And then he went to Randy's Hall of Fame inductions. True. A quick detour. I thought that that relationship was going to be sort of like the relationship with him and Kendrick Bourne. Do you remember last year? When Kendrick Bourne scored a touchdown, he stiff-armed a guy. And then after the game in the locker room, Bill was like, hey, Kendrick, hey, KB, remember we worked on the stiff-arm in practice this week? And they were, like, all over each other, those two. They were hugging. They were doing a fake stiff-arm to each other. I was like, these guys are best friends. These guys, this is going to be, this guy's going to be here forever. He's going to be a lifelong Patriot after this. Next year, he's benched the whole season. So, like, you know, I I don't know. It's hard to read into that. It's hard to read into that with Bill. Look, I'm still reacting from that little information we got from Tom Curran sure. about is this something max stabbing happening in Foxborough is the call coming from the basement or whatever that we Inside are the house. yes uh is the clown in the corner actually the killer you know that remember that story is what you know the clown in the corner of the, ha- of the room is actually a person who's a serial killer it's a different what? urban legend we'll talk okay. about it off air <laughs> it's not for this time uh Hello, I, I do wonder Bill like, as much as he, he can be, the word I think is, uh, I'm not going to get this right, mercurial? No, where, that's right. Yeah, you yeah. can go back and forth a little bit. And he didn't hold a grudge with Randy. And I wouldn't be totally surprised if then, you know, Kendrick's back and has an outstanding year and everybody's dancing in the locker room again. Like, that is kind of how it goes with him, where it's ups and downs. And it seems like with Bill... Uh, there's a bit of a lack of sense that maybe people on the other side hold grudges. Yeah, absolutely. Take it, take it really personally. Mm-hmm. You know, he probably got along really well with Brendan Schooler, and then one game Brendan Schooler tried to hand him a football before the game had ended, and he probably wasn't really happy with him. So, yeah, mercurial. It's a hard word to say. I don't know why he got so mad about that. What? Like he's handing you the ball. When Brandon like, Schooler relax. tried to hand Bill Belichick the football. And he's Cameron, like, Cameron's like, oh, God, please, no. What are Nobody you Nobody hands me a football. So, like, relax. <laughs> just okay. a quick glance at what DeAndre Hopkins' contract situation is. Um, he has a two-year, $54 million deal right now. He mm-hmm. has the third biggest contract among wide receivers in the oh, league. Boy. Um, in 2023, he'll earn a base salary of $19.45 million while carrying a cap hit of thirty point seven five million. It's heavy. It's a heavy hit. Dead um, cap value of twenty two point six million. Your New England Patriots is some I, I keep seeing different numbers for this. I know the beat guys are like are gonna be way on top of this. How many more years? Two more years, Hopkins? Uh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh but it, to me it's really about that twenty twenty three cap hit. Thirty point seven five. That is a ton. That's a lot. That's a lot, but you know what? <laughs> I, th- I think it's worth it. You can manipulate the cap. We all know that. And there's some wide receivers on this team whose contracts are up who I think are probably going to be out the door or will be shown the door uh, one way or another. Um, I hope Jacoby Myers isn't one of them. Okay, if you sign Jacoby and you sign and you signed a DeAndre Hopkins, that's almost like your entire cap space. Yeah, let, let everyone else go. 
Because so, it's somewhere in the park. I, I keep seeing different numbers between like 45 and 48, essentially. But the Boat Shoe Mafia guys would be able to figure this out. They would. 2023, yeah. Once they're they done uh, lining up their shot, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're still, they're still at <laughs> Sullivan's tab trying to trying to circle the pool table. Uh, but we talked to Dan Orlowski from ESPN yesterday. Yes. And we asked him, like, DeAndre Hopkins, how valuable is he to a young quarterback like Mac Jones? Those guys are difference makers. They make everything easier for the quarterback. When you have a guy like that, you build your offense through him. And they change everything. They change how defenses prepare, how defenses align, not only in the pass game, in the run game as well. Look at Philadelphia. Watch how many times Philadelphia runs towards A.J. Brown's side. Because defenses have to put extra defenders deep to that side. That means there's less people down towards the football. Makes a big difference. He brings up the Philadelphia Eagles uh, example with A.J. Brown, which I think is really interesting because it's comparable to – to Jalen Hurts, who went through situations where he didn't have great or suitable offensive coordinators, got a good offensive coordinator this year, really understood him, I think had a lot of faith in him, got that star receiver, and all of a sudden, it, they're, you know, the probably the second, third most dynamic t- team in the entire league, definitely yeah. the most dynamic in the NFC. They drafted a wide receiver in the lottery in Devontae Smith. They had a great defense. And they had a good defense already, and then they went out and they said, what else do we need to do? Let's swing a trade here. This guy's available. Let's go out there and get him. And they did. And my goodness, I mean, you talk about a team turning everything around, expectations, all that stuff. That's sort of why I feel like the Patriots could could do this. Like, the Patriots are only, I think, a couple of moves away from getting back to where they need to be. I don't think that they're too far off. It's just... Are they gonna have the are they gonna have the focus and the gumption to make some of these moves and to do some of these things that I feel like in the NFL in twenty twenty three you just have to do and they stubbornly don't want to. You but know? what do they do if this is where I come to the compula- the uh the conversation about what you're willing to give up. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's definitely a huge cap hit. An enormous almost your entire cap there. But then what so what else are you doing so you have this incredible receiver then you got no line as tommy curran just told us you got you don't have tackles on either side of the quarterback true so what are you gonna you know i mean to me you have to start there like it's great to have an incredible receiver but if he's running down the field and your third year quarterback is on his butt again he's not really gonna make much of a difference and that he doesn't even include his history with Bill O'Brien. If you're talking about bringing Bill O'Brien possibly in as the savior of the offense, and we talked about this a little bit yesterday, but then the, those two would clash. That doesn't really compute. Yeah. In the past, I never worried about the offensive line. I always figured they'll just they'll figure it out. And Dante Scarnecchia, figure it out. Yeah, they'll just they'll have something there. That they're just going to go and draft somebody because you saw how that went with Cole Strange. Yeah. Like Cole Strange. Fine. He started and Isaiah all wins. 17 Isaiah games. Win too. Yeah. yeah, it was a lot to ask of him. He he can't even like put he he couldn't he was eating himself into the position. It sounded like every week. Nicole Yang from the Boston Globe wrote a whole feature about how hard it is to gain weight. Apparently, when you're like 22 and a dynamic athlete, and he wasn't he couldn't get the but weight. To Paul, play I'm that. not hungry anymore. You're gonna eat that food, Dag Neb, and you're gonna lock it. Like it's a. I, I can't eat any more molasses, Paul. <laughs> I just, it brings me to the point where a name like DeAndre Hopkins, it sounds like, you know, a quick fix, an easy fix. And you point to all these other young quarterbacks and you go, oh, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, uh, you know, Josh Allen, Steph Diggs. And it, that unlocked them. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's not just 
it's not just that because you've got some other Swiss cheese holes. You're right. There. It's not just that. And the offensive line certainly is something that needs to be addressed. But you get two good tackles in there. This offense isn't winning you any Super from? Bowls. I don't know, you know where they're coming from. I'm just saying, like, if that's what you focus on, if that's what you bring in, and this offensive line suddenly shores right up, I still don't think this is an offense that can win a Super Bowl. I just don't. I don't think that they're anywhere close to it. Um, even if they have, even if uh, Jones gets a little bit more protection, they need a bigger playmaker. They need someone who can go out there that they can trust in the red zone and who can get big chunk plays. And once in a while, you get them from Parker. Once in a while, you get them from Bourne. If you have a playmaker out there who can do that 17 weeks out of the year, then that's a different thing. And that's what sets these other teams apart. You know, like you, you can get some guys to come in and block. I feel like that's easier to do than to find a, a top notch elite level playmaker in the passing game. How about buy-in from those guys? That, that was be, a, maybe the biggest challenge on the line. So that'd be nice, that, too. This year. Uh, 617-779-7937. There's your phone number. Let's go to Bob, who is in Londonderry. Go ahead, Bob. Hey, guys. How are you doing today? Hey, how are you? What's up? You know, I'm not the biggest Pats fan, but from what I've seen now in the last few years, too, um, I know it's early. I'm not sure they're going to make all these dramatic changes that are needed to even get them, you know, in the right direction. And I'm I'm really surprised the owner. I mean, there's a lot of lot of negativity things with the whole team, and there has been. This didn't just start this year, and uh, I think it's just going to be business as usual. And um, you know, Belichick. Um, yes, he's earned everything he's done, but as time goes on, things change, and I think ch- things have long changed with Mr. Belichick. And uh, they keep giving this guy the benefit of a doubt. I guarantee you next year you're going to say in the, you're going to see the exact same results you saw this year with maybe some slight variations, in my opinion. All right. Thanks for the call, Bob. Um. What, do you think, what do you think you would say if you were a time traveler okay. and you went back to yourself in 2015, 2016? I'd say don't go to Sullivan's Tap on your birthday, <laughs> on your 41st birthday. <laughs> you said, you know, five, six years from now, Everybody's going to be there. There's going to be like 50 50 split of calls for Bill Belichick's head. And you're going to say, Oh my God. Like, wouldn't you say, Do they win four games? Yeah. And they'd say, You'd say, No, no, no. They went eight and nine and they missed the playoffs. And you'd say, Eight and nine? What the hell? They're playing a 17th game? Yeah, right. <laughs> that would, that would surprise me, first of all. I'd it be horrible. flummoxed <laughs> by that. But uh, yeah, I mean, if it was the third. It's a, I, Years out of four where they didn't win a playoff game, like I'd, I'd, I'd consider that something. The first time I ever really got the sense that there was a movement, not a movement, but like a undercurrent of fire bill was after the 2017 Super Bowl, after Malcolm Butler. When he, mm. when he benched Butler and didn't play him and then didn't explain why and all that. I actually, I was in this room, and I was on the whole night into the next morning, and I got a ton of calls about fire bill. And, uh, well, they had just lost the Super Bowl. They just lost the Super Bowl. Everybody was wasted. It was like 3 in the morning. Yeah, I was up all night. There. Uh, so, you know, take that with a grain of salt. But even then, you know, they'd lost Super Bowls before. No, I'd never heard anything like that. And it was it was loud. And the then man it, knows his football. That's right. And then the next year, it was all, you didn't hear it again because they won the Super Bowl the next year, and that was it. And then Brady left, and it was like, well, they won the Super Bowl. Bill knows what he's doing. Fine, fine, fine. Here we are four years later. And I don't know that I can say definitively that I believe Bill knows what he's doing here. I know that he's trying to do something. I don't know that he knows it's going to work or that his plan is a solid one. If it is, then this was a horrible step in it, right? Like, if this was part of the plan, then the plan blows. <laughs> That's sort of how I feel there. Uh, 617-779-7937. Bop, bop, bop. Next thing. <laughs> 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. There's your phone number. Christian Arkan, Megan Ottolini. You're taking you up until six o'clock. Got a lot of people waiting to talk about this, so let's get to the phones. How about a little blast of optimism to uh, to start us off here? Are we even are we even in a, the right headspace for this? For some optimism from I Tom and Hall. You're you're Doctor Doom. Over I am. I'm also Doctor Hungover today. Uh, Tom is in Hall. Go ahead, Tom. Hey, how you doing, guys? How you doing? Great job, kid. Chris, great job. Thanks. But uh, this is uh, this is what I think, guys. Belichick, it's all on Belichick all, all day. But I, I believe in Bill Belichick. There's no doubt. I was negative about his kids being coaches and stuff. But he, you know what? His kid did a great job with the defense this year. I got to say that. And I believe it. I was I was ripping him all, you know, all year. But uh, at, at, when, you, when you when you go to the end of it, he didn't. The defense was solid. The kid did a good job. As far as Mac, as far as Mac goes. You know he's a, he's gonna he's a second year player. We got to give him a little you know. And the, the third year he's gonna he's gonna be fine. We make a decision after the third year. But the bottom line is that is that Philly Belichick it, it falls on him. I mean he's the one that made the decision. But right. I look back at I look back at the two hundred one Super Bowl and I say to myself, hey, we're fourteen point underdogs and Billy Belichick found a way to to win the Super Bowl. Tom, that was twenty two years ago. <laughs> okay, I, I, I mean that was a long I, time ago. I understand. I understand. I understand that, Chris. But the thing is, is that remember John Madden saying, "Well, let's 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 uh, let's take take it to overtime." Uh, yes, I remember that because it was 22 years ago, Tom. It doesn't matter. I'm sorry. 21. Whatever it was. 
I understand that. But the thing is, is that we got to give the guy a shot. We've been giving him a shot for 22 years. <laughs> He's got all the shots. What are you talking about? He had, he had a bad. He had a, he, this year. He made a big mistake. It's yes. all on Belichick. But you know what? He's gonna. He's gonna. I have total faith that Billy Belichick is gonna get this right because he has a solid defense. And he just has to make some. He's got to get it off. All right, thanks, Tom. Yet. Appreciate thanks, it. Thanks Tom. for the call. You call calling, if I hear Billy Belichick, are we calling Billy now? <laughs> I'm gonna flip are this whole table Billy over. Now? Like, like I'm Billy the Kid. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna go nuts in here. Little Billy Belichick. Billy Belichick. Okay, but Arcan, uh, <laughs> he says, give him a shot. And you said we've given him 20 years. Right. He's been here. He's you gotten make, the shots at a great time. Like, yeah, you make it sound like he didn't do anything with that. No, he's the greatest coach ever. It's okay. like now he needs a shot. Like what what are we talking hey, about? Give him a shot. Mac oh, Jones, you give it on me, person. All right. You give Mac Jones a shot. Maybe I think we can still use it. Uh you can give Mac Jones another shot. I was sort of with him there. All right. It's only his second year. He had an up year, a down year. Give him Excellent a shot in the third year. Christian. With Bill. I mean, with Bill, what do we, you know, like, Billy. still with Billy, excuse me, there's still stuff we got to find out about Billy and, and Belichick. Like, I think we sort of know everything at this point, Doesn't don't we? It's like you're willing to give Billy a chance there. It's you? also, this isn't the first year that didn't Dr. go well, Miller. all right? I mean, we're on year four with no playoffs, and that's not my standard. That's the one that the owner set. So, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't know what you want from me there. I think that... I think that Bill Belichick is not going to have his legacy uh, tarnished by any of this, all right? This is not legacy-defining stuff. But it is, I mean, it is going to leave a mark, you know? Like, I'm sorry, it is. There's just, there's no way around that. I, I got to say, like, I feel like the priority right now in any conversation is not about the Belichick legacy, because that's going to stand the test of time. It's right. about where the team is going right now. What's happening with your young quarterback? What's happening with the locker room? What's happening with the coaches you're developing? or not developing, or not bringing in. Like, to me, that's where the conversation is. I'm sorry I yelled at that guy. He was a nice guy, but I just, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> remember you back in 2001? Yes, I remember 2001. I'm you can get to that volume with the headache. I know, right now. seriously. Um, Cam is in Watertown. Hi, Cam. Um, hello, guys. Um, love the show, by the way, and first-time caller. Um, I just have a question about the um, D-Hop trade you guys have been talking about, and um, qu- correct me if I'm wrong, but... I believe DeHop has a no trade clause, and if that's true, I don't see why he would even desire or want to come to the Pats, where there's already so much young quarterback talent in the AFC, and Max not in my top five at the very least of young quarterbacks with Burrow and Pat and Josh Allen. And on top of that, the Pats don't. We have a question mark at the offensive coordinator spot, and I just don't have a desire if I'm a talented wide receiver aging and in my prime to go to the past. You know what, Cam, you're, you make some great points there. Is this even a attractive landing spot for someone like DeAndre Hopkins? He's not coming here to play with Tom Brady. Uh, you got all those free agents who thought maybe they were coming to play with Cam Newton. They didn't give you any hometown discounts. Like I think that DeAndre Hopkins, uh, if he looks out at the league and has a bunch of potential trades on the table, and one of them's to the Chargers or, you know, a team with a – if it's between the Patriots and the Broncos or the Patriots and the Colts or, you know, one of these lame teams that has nothing in on their offense and nothing at quarterback, fine. But the Patriots right now are only a small step up from that, I feel like, offensively. I don't think that really matters. I honestly don't. For I a no-trade clause? Well, th- look, money talks. Like, at the end of the day, it's just – that that's what it's – if he comes here, that's going to be why. You get uh, well if they I know trade for not, him, then they'll probably yeah. have to extend him. That's true. But any team that brings him in will probably extend them. Yeah, it's not you like know? apples to apples, but you have Tyree Kill going to play with Tua. 
Tua, Tua wasn't in a good position True. when they brought him in. So I don't know if he'll add a no trade clause or not, but I mean, you're right. That's what it's, I'm saying. I'm not saying yeah. it's an apples. I know it's not a perfect comparison. I'm just saying it's not like it's not like it, we never see that. Yeah. We just I think recently saw if that. Hopkins has other offers out there, if there's other trades that are being offered to teams and it's his call ultimately because he's got the no trade clause. Ooh, yeah. Tom the, Brady's going to Las Vegas. I could see myself living in Las Vegas. Sure. The teams are gonna, you know, the team's gonna want the best trade, but Hopkins has the final say. So yeah, maybe maybe there's another team out there that he feels like he'd be a better fit on, or he wants to play with another quarterback more than Mac. I can't imagine Mac's high on a lot of lists right now of free agent wide receivers who they want to play with. I just I'm not to rip the kid, I just don't think so. Um let's try Steve in Connecticut. Hi, Steve. Hey guys, how you doing? Hey Hello. Steve. So I was just calling today mainly because I think that um, getting a true number one wide receiver would actually really help Mac. Um, as we, I know you guys mentioned this earlier in the show, it helped other guys too. And I'm not necessarily saying it has to be D-Hob, especially considering that cap situation. Um, so I was wondering what you guys think about that. I'll give you one thing, though, that I do think this offense actually has some talent, and it showed in flashes throughout the year. I just think having Patricia calling the plays, I feel like, I don't think we have a bunch of scrubs on offense. I just don't think they're being used properly, but I was wondering your guys' thoughts. Um, you want to take that one? So, wait, what was the last part about Patricia? Um, well, I mean, <clears throat> the the reason why I thought you should take it is because you're the one who believes that the offensive line's a higher priority and that these you know wide receivers, big playmakers, should be a level below that. Yeah, I do think the offensive line right. is definitely the higher priority, especially because I think everybody, he talks about the offense showing some flashes of talent. They do have talent on the offense. Uh, I mean, I'm not, I've, I've lost any investment in Johnny Smith, just transparently, but I, I like Devontae Parker. I think he has a, a real role in whatever offense they're doing going forward because mm-hmm. we have no idea what the system's going to be next year. I I think they should bring back Jacoby Myers. I really do. I think I'm going to write about that uh, for WEI.com tomorrow. But you can't, again, like you can't execute anything and you can't ex- you can't use your best weapon on offense, uh, Ramondre Stevenson, if the line is not shored up. And for some reason, everybody kind of looks past the tackle situation and acts like those guys don't earn a ton of money. Like those are expensive guys to get on your team. So as uh, you love to look at somebody like DeAndre and say, there's the quick fix, there's the explosive talent that they've been lacking, but, you know, they're trying to do this the way through the draft that Kraft wants it to be done, bringing in a Taekwon Thornton and hoping hoping that maybe he develops into something that somebody with explosive speed and that he literally can't control right now. That's part of the issue. He's on track to be rhythm with Matt, Aaron Dobson right? right now is what he looks like to <laughs> I'm me. Just yeah. saying, I'm just saying, I'm saying... It's absolutely the tackles to me. Okay. Um, let's go to Jim in Rhode Island. Hi, Jim. Hey, how are you? How you doing? Good. You mentioned earlier about uh, uh, the time when maybe Belichick, you know, people were calling for his head when he uh, benched Malcolm Butler in the Super Bowl. Yes. And obviously we still don't know the reason why, but he was willing to do that in the most important game of that year. We still don't know. And against the Bills in the final game this year, we had Jack Jones unavailable. We had uh, wide receiver born with limited snaps. And we had a uh, special teamer, Schooler, who wasn't available. And my, only, my thought to consider is, <laughs> if there is an issue with Bill, it appears to be at times, it seems like he, uh, he'll, he'll bench certain players or allow them just to play only a limited amount of snaps uh, to the detriment of the team. Uh, what do you think of that? Jim, I think you're absolutely right 
I think you're absolutely right about that. I think Bill has let that get in the way a few times now, and since it never burned him in the first iteration of the dynasty, he thought he could just do it forever and make these little moves. And, you know, in the beginning it was stuff like uh, getting rid of Lawyer Malloy and everyone was all mad, and then Logan Mankins and, you know, other guys like that. It was players uh, not getting re-signed or getting traded or something. And then it became benching guys. And now I feel like that's... When he comes out and says, everything I've ever done I did because it was best interest of the team and what was best for the team, just this year you can point to several different things that in no universe seemed or ended up being in the best interest of the team. And that goes back to 2017. I mean, that was a, that was a big one right there. But as we all know, that one got whitewashed away because the next year they went and won the Super Bowl and they did it on their defense and, you know, Brady didn't even play that well in the Super Bowl, although they did need him in those first two playoff games. All that to say this, um, Bill Belichick can say that everything he does all the time is about the best interest of the team. You know that's not true. Yeah, I can confirm that. You know that that's not. You know that Malcolm Butler wasn't benched in the best interest of the team. You know that. Uh, Jack Jones, I don't think, was benched for the best interest of the team. And Jake Bailey, I don't think, was suspended. I was suspended, not benched. But you know what I mean. Kendrick Bourne, all that, not in the best interest of the team. That was because he talked back to us. because he broke a rule. He was getting punished. He was late. That's not in the best. In- I'm sorry, it just isn't. All right, so I don't I don't buy that anymore from him. Uh, Shane is in. Shane is in Maine. Hi, Shane, in Maine. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Yeah, what's up? Um, I was curious what your on your opinion on something. Um, the uh, if you were an offensive coordinator, uh, would you rather take a job with the Jets or the Patriots? Because it kills me to say this, but it seems like the Jets have a lot more upside. They're just one quarterback away from <laughs> being a lot more appealing of uh, of a team. I didn't know what your opinion was on that it's like a car is like an engine away from being a great car i was about to say i'm a home away from being a homeowner (laughs) okay i mean what are we talking about here i know that the mighty have fallen but have they fallen that far the rest of the offense though i agree 100 percent. i love the jets offensive weapons i think garrett wilson's awesome i love that rookie running back they had um uh, they have another wide receiver that i like whose name escapes me at the moment but uh they're they're a fun little offense there garrett Thompson? No, Garrett Wilson, Garrett Wilson is the guy, but the other uh, receiver, what the hell is his name? Um, uh, they also just moved on from their offensive coordinator. They they have parted ways. One of the LaFleurs, right. not, not the one in Green Bay, the one in uh, New York. Elijah Moore is Elijah the guy I was thinking Moore. of. I like him a lot, too. I like the, I like the Jets uh, position players. I do. Um, even Corey Davis. I remember him on the Titans. He's a good player. Um, Conklin's a good tight end. Really, they got everything going for him right now, except they have no quarterback. Yeah, that's, that's kind of a big piece, especially so since important. they've been Striking out on it for decades. Quarterback's kind of a knob. Here he is, <laughs> the biggest douche of the universe. Yes. That's you, Zach Wilson. All right, let's go to uh, stay in Maine. What do you say? Sam is in Maine. Hi, Sam in Maine. Hey, uh, what you guys were saying before about Belichick's legacy, I think this absolutely damages his legacy. He's done nothing without Brady. Like you guys were saying before, time after time, he makes these terrible roster decisions, these terrible benchings. And it gets covered Sam, up. Sam, time out. Ta- hold on one second. Are Sam. you in a clock factory? Are you yeah, are you like sawing a log? I got my I got my wipers on. Oh, he's got oh, the wipers on. Get okay. those checked, bud. Up in Maine, you never know. Yeah, you might need uh, hey, some Rain-X or something. Uh, sorry, go ahead, Sam. Go ahead, continue. No, uh, I, I was just saying, he, he rode Brady's coattails for, you know, 20-something years. It's ridiculous. It absolutely damages his legacy. He's done um, nothing without him. He has. You're right. I mean, without without uh, Tom Brady, Bill Belichick whoa, whoa, has been whoa, whoa, an whoa, average whoa, whoa, coach. Wait, you're just going to blanket accept he's been riding Brady's coattails for 20 years? Without Tom Brady, what's his record? Oh, my God. Stop What is it? That is so dumb. What is his record? I'm Man, sorry. To take that question. to 25-25. 
But to take that out of, at least since his departure, but to take the entire, like, first chapter of the dynasty with young Tom and say that that was all Brady, that's, come on. To say it was all Brady, you're right. It's to not say, all to Brady. To say that, that Belichick was riding Brady's coattails through those first three Super Bowls. There were a lot of moments that Brady happened when Brady was on the sideline. You're right Brady about that. Brady was great. Yeah. And... You know, that I'm really not interested in having the Belichick versus Brady conversation again. I think you can catch that on plenty of other programs. I've never heard that before. But I just can't accept it. I just I had to push back for a second. That's fine. You want to continue? Do you want to um, go to Joe? Speaking of conversations I don't enjoy. Absolutely. Joe in the car. Go ahead, Joe. Hello. Hi, Joe. Hello, Joe. What's up, guys? Hear me out. Hello. The salary cap is nothing but crap. 23 out of the 28 teams in the NFL are over the salary cap, and you guys can even look it up. The five teams that are under the salary cap, the Patriots is one of them, which brings to, brings to my point. You've got to get you got to go after Lamar Jackson, Mr. Belichick, because you need a guy like that so guys like Hopkins can come to this team because no one wants to come here. This team has been a laughing stock of the NFL especially this year with all the dumb mistakes and penalties that this team has made. You bring Lamar Jackson here, and I can guarantee you, you'll get number one, you know, all pro players come to this team. All right. So, Belichick. Joe, thanks for the call. Please forget Lamar Jackson. Okay, thanks for the call, Joe. Does Just, anyone know where Lamar Jackson is right now? I mean, rehab. seriously. <laughs> Not practicing. Does anyone know where Lamar Jackson is? Spalding Rehab. <laughs> the guess. Somewhere like that. I don't know. Um, also... Not like there's a ton of top-end talent over there in Baltimore with Lamar Jackson right now. I don't even know who his top receiver is. Do you know who his top receiver even is? Devin Duvernay, one of those guys? Like, you know, he has a great tight end. Yeah, he's got Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews is a great tight end. But, like, other than that, you know, it's not like there's all these wide receivers clamoring to go play with Lamar Jackson. I haven't seen that. Uh, I don't think there's any evidence of that. But he would be an upgrade here, I think. Sure, absolutely. He's he's an MVP. I don't understand. This conversation, it drives me nuts. It happens every offseason. Jermaine in East Boston. Stop. <laughs> Stop it, guys. We should First get Lamar. Of all, look up where Lamar Jackson is right now. <laughs> He's AWOL. He's ghost. And I love Lamar Jackson. Okay? I'm a Marylander. Mm-hmm. Loved seeing him out there with the lacrosse stick. It's warmed my heart. This is the same conversation with Russell Wilson that I had to listen to all last spring and summer. Stop it. You have so many other areas of need. Like, this is crazy. This is crazy. This is not real talk. I don't think it's that crazy. It's I don't think it's silly. that crazy to want Lamar Jackson. It's, like It's crazy to say that the plan is to scrap the cap completely and go after DeAndre Hopkins and Lamar Jackson. Well, other teams they jealous us. That's right, Wiggy. They are. Uh, other teams have scrapped the cap. It's not working out great for some of them, the Rams in particular. Uh, but that is a strategy that teams have employed to uh, differing. Even, uh, Joe, how many teams are in the league, Joe? <laughs> he said there are 28 teams. Oh, did he say 28 teams? I yes. missed it. That was the most measured call I've ever heard. Joe in the car teams. I taught that one right guys? over my head. I didn't even hear you that. You guys, oh. seriously, I beg of you. You're better than this. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that. I don't know you're that's better true than either. this. I understand you're frustrated <laughs> by Mac Jones. I get it. I get it. Okay, I understand how frustrating this season was and how much you hate sitting here in January and you don't have football to play anymore like or, or to watch. Sorry, you're not part of the team. You're a fan. Uh, sometimes you forget that. But no, 
Stop. There's a problem there in Baltimore. Christian, you're my new man. <laughs> you know what the problem is? Nobody knows where the quarterback is. Well, no. I mean, there's Feels a problem like between... Feels like season three of Chappelle's show. <laughs> like, what's happening? Between Jackson and the team. Yeah. There's a, pro- there's a problem there that predates this injury. Yes. Okay? And there's maybe the, some sort of breakup coming. And if it does, there's going to be a lot of teams that are going to be in on Lamar Jackson. I don't see why the Patriots shouldn't at the very least kick the tires on him if that's, what, if that's where tires, it goes. Because you kick the tires on everybody. I, I don't... Do you want to know where Lamar Jackson is? Uh, Eight minutes ago, according to Adam Schefter, Lamar Jackson officially did not practice today and is not expected to play Sunday versus the Bengals. Tyler Huntley resumed throwing today and was listed as a limited participant. There you go. Uh, 617-779-7937. There's your phone number. We'll get to more of your phone calls. And uh, we got to talk about this Gerard Mayo situation, as he may be on the move as well. It's all coming up next. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio, WEEI, Christian Arcan, Megan Adelini. We're going until 6 o'clock tonight. Settled down now. I've hmm? settled. I've settled myself down? down. You good? After the Lamar Jackson calls. By the way, text line thinks that uh, Lamar's going to the Jets. You heard it here first, followed by somebody else from 774 saying, Jackson to Miami when Tua retires this offseason. Wow. Lots of predictions. There are a lot of predictions, but honestly, neither one of those would shock me. The Jets need a quarterback worse than you do, that's for sure. And the Dolphins might be uh, porked here if, if Tua can't ever play again. And that's another part of this. You want Jackson in your division? No, come on. <laughs> Do you? No, but it's he's in your conference. I very I hear this See, argument all the one time. One thing in your conference, another it's thing like right a, in your division. Okay, so you're defensively paying Jackson. I don't even know what the figure is right now. Four of your sixteen games against Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. Ugh, ugh. That like that like sends shivers up my spine. It really does. Um, that probably sends shivers up the spine of Gerard Mayo too. If he were to stay here as the linebackers coach, or if he uh, gets a promotion, which was hinted at, um, Tommy Curran thinks he might be even getting a bigger promotion than defensive coordinator. Here's Tommy earlier today on uh, the Gerard Mayo situation. I don't think the Patriots want him to leave at all. Whether or not he's given that title a defensive coordinator, which a in the past. The notion of making him a co-defensive coordinator has been broached. He didn't find that attractive because he didn't think that that was reflective of what was actually going on. So that's why he stayed as linebacker's coach as opposed to any other title. Is just a defensive coordinator okay, or can you slap an associate head coach on there so he can stop going into meetings or interviews and trying to explain just what level of expertise he has? I don't think the Patriots want him to leave. I don't think that ownership, based on my conversations over the past few years, would want him to leave. Um, I think there will be a great effort made to keep him here. Okay. Associate head coach, by the way. 
thought that was an interesting thing to drop in there. By the way, I love the sound effects that you make during Tommy Curry. I don't know interviews. what's wrong with They you. are tremendous. The gasps. I think the, sometimes. Was that, was that a squeal? How do you even characterize Ooh. that last one? Tom, Tom and I have a great friendship, and <laughs> I'm just, I guess, you know, I want to let him get all the information out, but I, I'm used to reacting more naturally. Right. And so sometimes that slips out. I, listen. Keep it up. This <laughs> is so stupid. I'm a fan. So um, dumb. I'm do sorry. you think that they will do what it takes to keep Gerard Mayo? Gerard Mayo is going to get head coaching consideration, stop and I know associate head coach on there. Carol- so can stop. <laughs> stop what? God. The uh, Carolina Panthers mm. have requested the uh, to to speak with him about their head coaching position. Mm. <laughs> stop. I think that Gerard Mayo deserves consideration at head coach. I think it's more likely that he gets a defensive coordinator job. And I also, I hate to even bring this up, but Tony Dungy mentioned this again, who's not a great person to you know, quote here, but the Rooney Rule, you know, Gerard Mayo is a Rooney Rule candidate, and a lot of teams will just interview him just to satisfy the Rooney Rule, which I think sucks. But, you know, that's, that's sort of what we're going up against here. So Bill has to think about all that. He has to think, all right, last year Gerard Mayo was considered this hot prospect. No one hired him. No one even hired him as a defensive coordinator. He stayed here. This year, is it going to be more of that? Is it going to be more sort of, I hate to say it, but sham interviews just to, excuse me, just to... Uh, <laughs> Pull yourself been, together, This has been a man. rough one, Two man. you guys. This has been oh rough here. God. More so for me and my bodily functions. Um, but uh, is this going to be just, you know, another another set of fulfilling the obligations and then he's going to come back here without an offer and he's just going to settle back into what he was doing? I don't think so. I think that there's a defensive coordinator job out there for Gerard Mayo that he will be offered and he will have to decide, do I want to take this or do I want to stay here and sort of continue alongside Stephen Belichick? Ownership cares very deeply about whether or not Gerard Mayo is here next year. And so I think that's why you hear these terms like associate head coach being tossed around by insiders like Tommy Curran. And it's not it's not unprecedented. I mean, what was uh, Scar had some kind of like assistant head coach, like brand man, assistant to the manager, Mr. Manager <laughs> position. At, at one point, was it like 2008? Assistant to the regional manager? Yeah, something like that. I don't know. Is that an office joke? That yes, I just, it is. Yeah, I don't watch it. It certainly um, is. But, you know, so it's not like it's something that they've never done before. It's just, is he valuable? Is he that valuable as Scar was? Um, yeah. yeah, from tw- 2000 to 2013, Scarnecchio was the assistant head coach and offensive line coach. There you go. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. Assistant head coach, associate head coach. That would be a nice little thing to carry around on your resume if you're going out to be a head coach somewhere else. If it, would it was be. something where they want to keep him around here for a couple more years. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I think it's just as easy to make him the defensive coordinator, too. Um, I don't think it is because then you're going to be stripping his, your, Belichick's going to be stripping his son of play calling duties. Not I, necessarily. You know, he's the linebacker's coach. Yeah, he's calling, he's calling the defensive uh, plays so the right defensive now. The defensive coordinator doesn't call the defensive plays? Steven's not the defensive coordinator. Mm-mm. They're both just linebacker's coaches right now. Yeah, but right that's now. why. They both they split duties. That's sort of what I mean, is that if that's the way it continues, how bad do they want to keep Gerard Mayo? Well, I feel like the question would be, from Gerard Mayo's perspective, Does it, at the end of the day, does he want to be a defensive coordinator or does he want to be a head coach? Because if they have, if he has the opportunity to be made assistant head coach, associate head coach, whatever that position is going to be, it's a very vaunted position. Right. That's above being defensive coordinator. If he wants to be a defensive coordinator by the end of his career, then the defensive play calling is a huge part of that, and he'd want to go somewhere else and be a defensive coordinator who has defensive play calling uh, 
responsibility. Is assistant head coach a step up from coordinator? What are titles? Somebody tell me what it's. I don't have a business card. Um, I think if you're if the idea is you're working hand in hand with Belichick, the way that somebody like Ernie Adams did, if you're held in that high of esteem. Then I think that's pretty valuable. I I may be wrong. Maybe I, I think you could argue either side. But I always it's considered a, it's like, such a rare title to be handed yeah. out from in the early parts. You know, in the two thousands, I always sort of considered Weiss and uh, you know Cornell or whoever the defense, Dean Pease, whoever it was. I always considered them to be more important than Dante Scarnecki. You know what I mean? Like he's the offensive line coach. He's an assistant head coach, so he probably does some other stuff. But his main thing is he's there in the offensive line, which is just a position coach. Uh, a coordinator, I feel like, is a step up from that. Uh, but the assistant head coach thing, I'll be honest, I don't know what that uh, entails. I, don't I mean, know we kind of heard do. it with Josh McDaniels before he left. It was that whole... I want you to be by my side. I'm going to open my world to you. Okay. And I don't know if it really happened that way, but it inevitably did lead to Josh McDaniels being able to go coach his own team. I just don't know if it's going to end up being here like we had initially thought with Josh McDaniels uh, succeeding Bill Belichick. And the succession plan, again, works in there, where if... Gerard Mayo is the assistant associate head coach, whatever. Whenever Bill decides to hang it up, if Gerard Mayo is still here in that capacity, it just seems like a little bit more of an opportunity there for that. If they made Steven Belichick the associate head coach, the assistant head coach, and made Mayo the defensive coordinator, I would consider Mayo above Steven Belichick. I right? feel like, like it's all clouded by the nepotism there. That's, I mean, that's obviously yeah, that, true. But that, if it was, did, just, say it was I, just some I other guy. Like this, that conversation to me always starts to feel like you're chasing your tail because of the the Belichick surname. It's true. Is it the word assistant that's throwing you? You're the assistant head coach, not like, you know. I think of assistant coach, coach in like the NBA. Yeah. Assistant coach. coaches in the NBA do nothing. <laughs> they really don't do anything. They wait until there's a timeout and they stand up and clap and they wear a suit and then they sit back down. Or they don't even wear suits anymore. No. They just wear like, you know, warm up shirts. Warm up that's it. That's all assistant coaches in the NBA do. So that's sort of what I consider uh, NFL coaches, assistant coaches. Although Skarnecchia had other responsibilities. So I don't know. Um, either way, if they really want Gerard Mayo as bad as it seems, then I'm interested in seeing just how much they're willing to commit to him. I don't think the Patriots want him to leave at all. I don't think so either. 617-779-7937 is your phone number. We'll get to your phone calls in the final hour coming up next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh. 